All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike, the creator of the One Life Podcast, believes most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike wants you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life Podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life Podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, Habits of healthy people and much, oh, much Jack, more. Jack, you want some we water only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Yeah. Add the One Life Podcast to your playlist. Thank That's you. the number one in e-life. Available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, and your favorite podcast platform. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the One Life Podcast. I am Mike NYC Reed, and as always, yes. I got the lovely Diana from the AV Wellbeing Coalition in the house. Doing it the Gotti way. Hey. How you doing today? I'm doing amazing, Mike. I'm talking about amazing. We're all doing amazing. And we got the lovely Jacqueline Diaz from the Eric A. Garcia. You are enough foundation with us today. Thank you, Jacqueline, for joining us, as always. Thank you so much for having me How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Okay, yeah. So I see you have the uh, green... Oh, yes, the ribbon. Ribbon. Mm -hmm. What's that for? Mental health awareness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mental health awareness and the one. I did not know that. Okay. But the, there's another one that is teal and uh, purple. That's suicide uh, awareness, prevention awareness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but I always wear this, so it starts the conversation. Yes. You ask, so yes. no, it's absolutely. a good thing to to wear. I like know? that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm you said doing amazing. Great, no, but I'm, oh, I'm yeah. asking I'm you again. I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm you know, doing, look, great. I'm, I'm doing. I'm amazing. doing what you do to me. How are you really doing? You know, (laughs) I like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's actually been really, I will say it it has been amazing because the last few days I've been able to take walks with my kids, Mm -hmm. something I, I normally don't do. And I thought to myself, you know, with the holidays and everything around the corner, I want to be more connected with them. You know, mm-hmm. they're not they're not always going to be at that young stage where they want to be with mom and, right. and dad. So I'm really taking this in. It's the first time we've actually done it um, for the holidays. So I'm excited about that. Nice. It was good. It's yeah. Good. <laughs> I love it. So today we are doing a yes. it's kind of a special show. Um, and, and we want to do this because it's, it's Tuesday. You guys, you guys right. know, we normally do our shows on Fridays. But um, because of the holidays and, you know, we always said that we're going to bring Jacqueline on with us to, you know, continue the conversation about, you know, suicide prevention. And um, that's what we're doing. And just because of the recent, um, recent, uh, what's it called? Tragic suicide. Thank you. Tragedy just lost my mind. Mm -hmm. Recent tragedy of, uh, uh, (laughs) I can't even think of it, Twitch. Twitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened? That kind of hit the world different. Right. Like, Correct. It really did, and yeah. um, me and uh, me and Nikki was talking about it the other day. Yeah, I'm going to say she's off camera right now, being shy, but I think. But we was talking about it the other day, and uh, it just hit different. It really does, you know, especially with well being. That's what we say. It's right. We show up. We feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're struggling, but are we struggling well? Right. You know, and that really shook everyone because they were always um, so happy, so joyful, where they gave that joy to everyone that they came in communication with, and they touched. And everyone was just in awe awe on what was really, what had happened. And and you know what? Um, 
And, and that just goes to show that, you know, on the surface, things look beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, but you never know what's going on. It doesn't matter, you know, your celebrity status, how much money you got, right. how successful right. you are. Like, we're all human at the end of the day. Right. And you never know. Because you see them on TV, you see them all happy, and they're all like, and a lot of people want that world. Like, I was mm-hmm. just telling Niggy, like, it's like, wow, you know, I, if I wish I had, like, a dope family like that. You know what I mean? Like, this is, it's just dope. I mean, the right. way they do everything. And so, but you never know what's going on in the inside. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Inside, like. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, when I used to work in, um, in the medical field, um, I did work with specialty, and it's a cosmetic dermatology with hair transplants, where for women, right, we have all of the other fun things with breasts or getting a tummy tuck, where sometimes we're hard on ourselves, but seeing it from a different perspective, from a men's um, angle, it was um, kind of shocking, you know, because you usually think, you know, how are men aren't struggling? They don't have anything to worry about. But um, doing hair transplants really brought me to a different perspective where they have the money, they have the success, but they're so empty, empty with just that, you know. Right. And it was really hard to to see sometimes that struggle where, uh, although, you know, I probably shouldn't have said it, but I would tell, you know, sometimes patients like, well, if they don't love you bald, then, you know, how are they ever going to accept you? And I would tell them, man, you probably look so fine like that. <laughs> like, Just embrace it. But mm. you have the wealth, you have the success, but still couldn't find just that happiness, that joy. Right. You know, and sometimes it was just a, a simple conversation to be able to be grounded with, with um, their reality, with their truth. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's why... Those things are, are very, very challenging. So, you know, right, right after um, Twitch passed away, you know, I just went online. And, and it's crazy how things just always, like, just pop up, right? Like, right. Nick and I were just talking about this. Um, since you're sitting right there, I'm going to always bring up your name. Because we have these conversations. But uh, I started going online. And all of a sudden, like, all these articles of suicide started popping up, right? Yeah. So I was reading this one article that actually really caught my attention, and it said uh, nearly 46,000 people in the United States died by, suicide, died by suicide in 2020. And I know you know a lot of the numbers, so correct me if I'm wrong somewhere, uh, which is about one death every 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me, right? And then they, you know, and this is from the U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. And they say worldwide, nearly 800,000 people die from suicide yearly. And in 2020, there were 1.2 million attempts globally. It's yeah. a lot. That's a huge number. Yeah. And, and it's, it's getting bigger, yeah. unfortunately. Um, uh, you know, like I always tell you, resources, right? We do say the, n- the number, we do have, you know, the pages and people to reach out, but um, like in schools, you know, there's so many counselors just for kids, mm-hmm. you know, for many, many kids, and um, and the counselors are there for another thing, just for what, career or, you know, to help them with the grades, but um, we actually need mental health counselors right. in the schools, so... Uh, the numbers are really, um, really bad right now. And like you said, every 11 minutes. Worldwide, I think it's 40, every 40 seconds worldwide. Wow. It's just, um, and it's the second leading cause of death. Right. Um, right. Might be the first one, if we continue like this, is, um, who knows. Yeah, with this newer generation, um, it's unfortunate because 
like we was talking about on last show, it's it's not like how when we was kids. No. Right? Every every this new generation has just brought on a whole new meaning of mental health. Yeah. I'm not even sure yeah. if if it's I because I haven't analyzed it yet. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if it's good or bad because one it, I, I say it's good because they did bring awareness to it. Like right, it's more awareness now, which is a great thing. But two is the whole social media right. going for likes and it's crazy. Being vulnerable um, just to be accepted. And um, just before I, I, I got here too, I did see another post that um, there was a child, I guess, that was talking to someone online that thought it was another girl at the same age, but turns out that it was um, it was someone extorting, you know, children. And he had sent a nude picture, and they were extorting him mm-hmm. to get money, and um, so his family wouldn't see it. And unfortunately, the child did take to take his life because he was just so embarrassed from that. But what we've also as parents felt to realize that we rather just have out of sight, out of mind, right? Right. with technology or putting on tv and now we're leaving our kids to become vulnerable to social media to playing keeping up with the joneses right whatever per- that person's doing i want to do just to be accepted when we were growing up we didn't have that mm-hmm. you know like yeah someone could have said something you know but that's probably as far as that that when or maybe notes right passing notes but with social media now kids are really mean Kids can really expose your vulnerability or you at your weakest point where mm. as parents, we need to do better to protect our kids right. to be involved, asking them, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like what we said, how are you doing? Yeah. I start asking the conversation. I always tell people yeah. like maybe 11 and on because once they transition um, elementary to middle school, that's when you start, you need to start having the conversation about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric was just like, which like happy you will see him he has he had plans after he graduated from being a mechanic in april and he was doing an internship in sacramento and then i get a call that he died and no idea no symptoms no nothing that i could see you know and you know i, I was reading you know this article it, like i said it caught my eye because i was reading more about it and it says you know there can be as little as five to 15 minutes between someone deciding to attempt suicide and actually doing it because they they can't fix the situation or they can't think their way through that situation so that short amount of time is when it mm-hmm. normally happens. Right. Yeah. And that is a short amount of time. Like, right? Like you can say something to somebody and go about your way, go have lunch, or go back to work. And or and in your mind you can say, you know what, I'm gonna check on them later. But that mm-hmm. short amount of time is when it typically happens. Yeah. And I think it's it's being connected with our own struggles as as adults, that our children are very good at picking that up. Mm-hmm. At seeing that, you know, um, I try my best to ask as soon as they hop in the car, you know, how was mm-hmm. your day? Did anything exciting happen? You know, being able to sh- to pivot, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that that's a tool that we should all, even as adults, know how to pivot, mm-hmm. pivot through that because there's always going to be troubling or um you know, things that are out of our reach or control, but being able to pivot, 
you know, like um, I think just the other day we were, I, I kind of chimed in where I, <laughs> for a meeting where you were at, where languishing, languishing is a state before you go into depression. And then um, when you are in that depression, if you're not able to pull yourself out, then you go into clinical depression where you now have to be under medication and under medical care. But I always, um, you know, we teach our kids as well or show the kids the, the tools of jewels of joy. Because even in our darkest times, we should be able to utilize that tool there's something that we should be able to be happy about, to be joyful about. And even as parents, we don't know how to be joyful mm -hmm. or to put our best foot forward. Or even though we're hurting, being able to just turn that frown upside down, right? All of these these simple little tools. But, you know, languishing is it's it's very real right now, especially with our kids, with our teens, and with post-COVID, where they don't, everything stopped. Right. All of activities, all of the social being around our friends, um, just being able to go to the park and just play without the fear of getting sick. So that languishing state um, right now, I feel it's it's something we all, ch all are, I think, struggling a little bit with. Right. So being able to focus on jolts of joy. Things that, you know, that make you happy. I always ask, like, for example, Jackie, what's your favorite dessert? What oh is gosh. that? What is oh, that no, one thing? Everything's no, sweet. I, I eat anything. No, <laughs> no but there's that one dessert. Cheesecake, probably. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we're kind of feeling like a little bit blah, mm -hmm. when we're feeling kind of that, it's okay to go to that cheesecake, yes. right? That's what I do. I exactly. treat myself. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. savoring that moment, yeah. that's that's above everything. It's savoring. Stop being connected. You know, stop and be connected with that first bite mm -hmm. or even let's think about the scent you know we always uh use ice creams as an example mm, when you go into that mm -hmm. parlor and they're you know <laughs> like that fresh waffle is going oh my goodness right it just gives you that jolt of joy that excitement so i i i'll say this if we are feeling that blah you know it's okay to not be okay but recognize that there is something going on how can we pull out of that We'll always go back to that jolt of joy or even journaling, right? To get it all out, get these emotions mm -hmm. out. And it might not be very easy to tell someone that I'm struggling, but it's okay to write it down or turn on that favorite song, right? I know Mike does karaoke. So <laughs> oh, I can yeah. only imagine how you feel, right, when that song hits. and No, it, it, it does. It, it takes me into a whole nother right. world. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this is that's, like, that's my stress reliever, like. Yeah. When I do karaoke, like, I really, because, you know, some days I have long, hard days, but when I go karaoke at night, it's like I'm in a whole nother world. Like, everything else is behind me. It's, right. It feels so good. Yeah, yeah. to me, music was something um, that really helped me process through a lot. And I used to think to myself, why wasn't I ever depressed or sad or anything growing up with so much things that happened? Well, I was at the club Monday through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dancing and and having a good old time, but you know what? I was you can able pick your to phone release. Up. Pick your phone up, Jackie. <laughs> this is not like okay. your typical TV show where you can't do things. Like. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I'll say that people, you know, channel in with that yeah. one thing that that gives you that jolt of joy, that mm. gives you that excitement. It doesn't really matter. Um, 
over the weekend, we also went painting, you know, as a family. And um, my husband said to me, I can't remember the last time I was so at peace, just so focused. Present, right? Right, present. And the excitement from the whole family, we're comparing our our little snowmen and things like that. So I'll say that too, you know, it's okay to even color, do crossword puzzles, but be, you know, be in connection with our feelings. It's, it's healthy. And to tell ourselves it's okay not to be okay. And you yeah. mentioned also walking. Rocking. Walking for yeah. me is exercising, walking, just taking a shower, you know, like music, something for you. Right. right. You have to do something for you and and be present. And that's a lot of um a lot of friends I have that they're not present. They're just always thinking about what's next or right. tomorrow or and mm-hmm. I just tell I remind them like enjoy it look at look look at the sky breathe be present and you know what that i mean all those are great points and, and, and it's very ac- accurate um but you know also when i saw you at the luncheon a couple of weeks ago you was at our hispanic chamber of commerce luncheon and the one thing that you know after you gave your speech and you um you always end everything with be kind yes that's that's important right because Typically, when someone's in a bad mood, it typically comes from someone else's actions, right? right. Like, for instance, so, and this kind of hit hard, too. I was watching the news, and then I I read it on uh, TMZ, where this uh, guy, I don't know if you guys heard about it. uh, I think it was maybe a month ago. He uh, jumped to his death at Disneyland. Yes. Right? Over something really silly, and it was like... I mean, I don't, and I don't, I don't mean to say silly because I don't know what was going on with him, but he, uh, him and his wife got into an argument, mm-hmm. and she called the police, and, you know, he ended up going to jail, and he was a school principal, mm-hmm. and um, he ended up losing his job, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and it turned out, like, after, like, all that, his wife finally said, oh, you know what, it wasn't that bad, she didn't mean to call the police, yeah. she was trying to get him out of jail, but it, the damage had already been done in his mind. Yeah, you know it's just sad. Yeah. So that's why you know it stuck with me when, when every time I see you and you do a speech, whatever you always say, be kind because that is true. Like you so have true. to be kind to people because you never know if your actions or what words you say how, what the effects is going to be to that person. Yeah, and it's and like, this guy has never done anything in his life, yeah. right? So for him to just like he felt like his life was over, like yeah. he lost his job, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to get that back. You know the school district, like once you in the system and right. the, and yeah. the police, he and, and then he wrote a uh, a suicide note right on yeah, Facebook, explaining everything. Like you know, the, he said the uh, legal system failed him because he never did anything. He didn't he didn't touch his wife that day. She made she just made a bad mistake, you know, because maybe because she was pissed off or whatever about the argument. But it's like people have to watch what they say because you never know. The effects it's gonna take on somebody, you yeah. know. Yeah, maybe like, they maybe they have those fifteen minutes, like you said. Right. And something happens, and and I see it with coworkers, with people mm-hmm. when you're at the store. You know, is people are like mad. Yeah, and oh. you know we're all struggling. And all, all of us, it's all, all us. like silly stuff, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, when you think about yeah. it, it's like, oh, that was silly. Yeah. silly. Like sometimes I, I mean, not. I used to get mad at myself. Like, when I used to get mad at people, I used to go home and be like, why the fuck was I mad? Like, that was stupid. Yeah. You just, I just wasted a whole day being angry yeah, over so what? True. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, yeah, it's true. A lot of people are struggling. So then the anger comes, 
right? And something does something to you, and then something yeah. bad comes. So, yeah, I always tell people, be kind. Because, yeah. like you said, like, you know, nobody knew he was struggling, Twitch. Right. Um, I'm struggling. You, I mean, all of us are struggling with whatever things are happening in our lives. So just be kind, you know. Like you said, avoid something, you know. Try not to be mean. Right. Yeah. Um, it is important. I mean, we have to be kind to each other and be there for each other. Um, and, you know, even with the, um, I was reading, I think I was telling you this, the last show or the other day, that I was reading, after Twitter situation, you know, I was reading comments. And, you know, typically everybody go online, they start saying, you know, check in on your loved ones, right? Check in on your loved ones. That's typically what everybody say, right? But then what about the people that actually do check in? Because this woman actually, she said that. She was like, because she told one of her stories. She said, you know what? I checked in on one of my friends one time and that night we went out to dinner and I, she said, I thought we was good. She went home, but then he went somewhere else and he took his life. Yeah. And it's like, she was like, I, I checked on him. We went to dinner. Like what, what are you doing in those situations? I mean, suicide is very complex, yeah. you know, and mental health. So a lot of the times when you see someone happy also, that means they already made up their mind right. of what they're going to do. So maybe that was one of those cases that he wanted to be with her for the last time. For last time yeah. and, and then just went and had, you know, did what he did. Right. But um, is there's no, I was reading a lot of comments on that too, and there's no, like people saying he didn't think about his wife or his kids or they're, they're not there. Right. We, we are because we are here. Right. But they're not really thinking about yeah, that. They just want to escape the pain, whatever they're having. They just want to escape that moment. Right. And unfortunately, that's the way they think that that will end it. But they're not thinking. They're not being selfish. They don't also think about the dates, you know. Mm. Like Eric, um, it was my nephew's birthday that day. But he wasn't thinking about that, right. you know, and it just happened. So it's just I, was just, I just want people to stop saying that that they, they don't think about their loved ones or they're selfish because right. it's more than that is you know it's it's complex and it's difficult because we're not there well i'm not there i haven't been suicidal but it's is um just be understanding you know it's an illness you know mental health depression mm -hmm. it's just an illness like right. like people having um physical conditions like a broken arm or something they say or cholesterol you know we talk about that but mm. we don't talk about how is your mental health so mm. people uh, right. deserve to be treated the same you know to acknowledge their mental health or even loneliness mm. i think uh loneliness is it comes in different in different forms you can have a family you mm -hmm. can have friends but something's missing you know, like, and, and, and loneliness is sometimes over, actually overlooked. And I did bring a few books and, um, talking about loneliness. It's, um, I got this one given for, uh, to me for my birthday. It's called find your people building deep communities in a lonely world where we're not talking to each other the way we are supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. We're not checking in with each other and being, vulnerable you know like there was one time when me and mike had that conversation and i said how are you doing and he was like i'm okay and i said are you really okay you know being able to ask that he can you can have everything in the world you know um money success mm -hmm. i mean robin williams is the best example right, right. and um what we didn't see 
we thought we knew what he was showing on the outside, but sometimes we don't know what's in the inside. And it could be really lonely, you know, um, having people maybe do something to you and, and trauma, not being able to channel through that. Um, always wanting to be stronger than what, what we, we, we really are. Or they say, oh, you know, like, you'll be okay. But how do I know that I'm going to, I am okay. You know, especially when you feel lonely and you're not able to channel through that. And I mean, at times, I know um, I can only speak on, on experience about myself and where I was um, very lonely and I was um, very depressed. I dealt with a lot of trauma that um, happened in my childhood that arose in my adulthood where I never really realized how lonely I was. I thought by just being life of the party and having people accept me that it would go away until all of that stopped. And then the reality really shook mm. where, um, you know, like uh, I, I even said, um, even there was a time that I know my husband and I kind of talked about that. We were driving and, and I looked at the, the freeway and it looked so appealing to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I said, because I was hurting so bad. And but the reality was I was just lonely. I was very, very lonely. And I didn't know how to say, I'm not okay. You know, I have my kids, I have my husband, I have my friends, but I didn't have myself. I didn't know how to channel through all of that. And here I go, I said I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> but it's, but you know, it's, it's a reality of loneliness where I didn't think that that's what it was. You know, we had a new house, you know, I have the kids. And I have a husband that loves me, but I lost connection with who I was as, a, as an individual, you know. And I think that that's where sometimes we fall deep into that depression where mm. we're not able to pull out. We can't think of all the positive things, all the good things, because we can't think further than that. You know, we're so stuck in the right now. And then we have so much time to think about all that. You know, and that's that's why I said this book is is really great because it's reminding us that although we're we're moving, you know, we really don't stop and savor and be present in the moment and really be be thankful for the things that we have. So now I've tried to shift my mind and just think of all the great things. That's why I'm so thankful that that I, I do have Mike, you know, in our lives and being able to to give me the chance to express and do what I do best, you so, know? So let me ask you this, because you just touched on something that, that I want to really talk about, and I think it's important, because I was in a similar situation to you. First of all, how long ago was this? The what? When that I was, you was feeling like that, that you was on the freeway? and uh, Maybe about a month or two ago. That was okay. when, like, yeah. Okay. So you're here now, right? Obviously... You know, because I, I want people to understand that it's not like even even though when you check on somebody, right, it's not going to get fixed overnight. No. Right. It, it, it's a journey. Right. And, and you're going through your journey right now. Yeah. And look at you now. Oh, yeah. Like you're getting through it. Right. Oh, yeah. You've been doing amazing things. You've been touching people. <laughs> like you, you, you finally find I believe you finally found your gift. Right. Your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My purpose. And you're fulfilling that right now. And, and your, your light is shining really bright. Mm <laughs> hmm. Thank right. you. 
Yeah, even Jackie yeah. actually caught me in, yeah. <laughs> in an episode where I was, she's like, how are you? I said, I'm not okay right now. I'm mm-hmm. not. And she was like, okay, then I'll call you back. <laughs> where I really sincerely was not okay. Right. You know, where finances, um, especially with the holidays around the corner, um, can be challenging. I've, I've worked ever since I was the age of 17. And I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past three years. And, you know, like I'll pick up, a few things like the balloons and but that's not something that I'm very passionate about it was more of a hobby where I felt lonelier because I felt like I needed to be like wanted and I felt like I had to sell myself to prove who I was where it didn't really give me a purpose you know like it it still left me feeling kind of empty and um, guilty even at times like you know, like, uh, like I felt bad, like having to make ends meet for me and my family where I wasn't feeling okay and not being able to contribute, you know, and, and sometimes my husband tells me you do more than what you, what you imagine, you know, but the world tells you, you have to have this, you Mm -hmm. have to be able to do that. And it it can be challenging, especially for moms, Oh, the yeah. moms are at home. Yeah. We have to deal with the kids. We have to deal with, you know, the house, the cleaning, the cooking. You know, like, now I'm a wife. When do you ever have time for yourself? You know? So lonely loneliness can come in different forms where you think from the outside in, people are like, oh, but you have it all together. Mm-hmm. You know, you're <laughs> such a great power couple, you and your husband. But do you really know how... I feel inside and how I struggle. So it's hard to say, or sometimes I would feel bad and guilty to say, well, I'm not okay. And I'm not happy right now. But then I felt like I don't want to be ungrateful because I do have a loving husband. I do have great kids. I do have friends, but it's, it's, it could be challenging when you are depressed, you know, to look at all of those joyful things. So that's why, um, you know, like uh, my certification really helped me with these tools to look back at that. It's okay to not be okay. And I recognize that I wasn't okay, but I did pull myself out of that. Okay. Right. Because of your tools of because the certification of you went through with the Wellbeing yeah. Coalition, right? Yeah. And I was going to say that that's what helped me because like last year, and I was just talking to Nikki about that um, the other night we was talking, or oh, no, it was last night, huh? We was talking, um, and I was telling her that you know I went through a depression last year and I had suicidal thoughts but what got me through it was my mindset training because I've been doing mindset right. training for years so that kind of got me through it uh, me thinking of my kids and you know thinking about you know how they would feel if I right. if I did do something you know and just went to my um, joints of joys yeah and that really worked so I mean you know if people are you know depression you know being in a depression or you know whatever state of mind you're in like you have to have a playbook like i always always speak on this you have to have a playbook you know and and it's not going to be overnight it's going it's going to be take time but you will get through it yeah like nothing nothing lasts forever you will get through it the pain nobody's pain has lasted forever no you will get through it i mean there's loved ones out there there's people out there that get help you get through it you know that's why we have the 988 number now yeah no um, yeah and um, especially now, like you said, loneliness and stuff, and now the holidays. Right. Yeah. Like, um, for me, I have, ever since, uh, after Halloween, I start going a little down in depression right. because of the holidays are coming. 
and I avoid to go to uh, events as much as I can because you see everybody happy and you know and I just don't want to be around that at right. the moment but um, I kind of pushed myself when I went to the, 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 luncheon. Stage, yeah. the luncheon yeah I'm like I have to go I have to get out of this so it's just little things that um, I'm learning you know with this this is my fifth holidays without Eric so it's but it felt more um as like the first time even it's just it's just crazy how times yeah. meant means nothing like you know well it's like you and Chris said the last time you was here I mean there's there's no there's no destination for that. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're always going to go through that, you know, yeah. just like even like with t- Twitch's kids. I mean, cause it happens so close Before to the holidays right yes, now. Right. Yes. So I'm pretty sure their holidays is never going to be the same, right. you know, right. and, and it's not, you can't tell someone, Oh, you know, time will heal our wounds. That doesn't apply mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but it doesn't like time doesn't apply to that. Like it's never going to be the same. I mean, you will get through it, but it, it's never going to be the same. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny that you do say that because my dad was, um, he was diagnosed in November, actually, and his surgery um, for his cancer 16 years ago was December 28th. And actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, um, I was diagnosed with my thyroid cancer, I want to say right before Christmas as well. So for, I'm going to be this February, eight years remission. And um, for a while, Christmas was not um, a time of joy for me. You know, it, it really did remind me of a lot of hard, hard times or things to process. So um, I remember getting the news right before Christmas and then still having to put up a face, right? Yeah, so it's a trauma, right? right. It's in yeah. there. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it was a... Uh, and my kids were, were little, and um, they would ask us, why don't we have a tree? Why don't we have, because it yeah. reminded me of, yeah, you know, of, of a challenge. But I always tell people, like, um, I've been able to forget that I even have cancer. You know, sometimes they'll see my neck and be like, oh, what, what, what was that? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did have cancer, right? <laughs> because I've been able to just, like I said, so good about forgetting but then now I see all how how hurtful that can be, not being able to process. So that's why I say it's okay to not be okay. And even through that, my cousin, here I go with my books. My cousin gave me this uh, practicing mindfulness, you know. And, and the reason why I brought all of these books is because I thought to myself, with the holidays, if you can't find the right gift for maybe someone that, that might be struggling, these are also good tools, tools to put into mm-hmm. their toolbox, you know. So the first one, again, was find your people. And the second one is practicing mindfulness. And this third one... Um, it's a shout out to Lois as well. That was our, our professor with our certified uh, in applied uh, positive psychology is live kind and be happy, you know, and um, this last book, this one is my secret weapon. Um, we did receive it during our our course in the CAP program, and it's your well-being blueprint, feeling good and doing well at work. You know, and this is also around the PERMA method, and it's by Michelle Quaid and Dr. Peggy Kern. And they are actually the founders of the well-being. Um, um, God, uh, goodness, I'm like blanking out right now. <laughs> with, the, um, with, the well, with the well-being lab. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, so 
what was great about that, especially with the holidays, it could be challenging for work, right? People are picking up extra shifts just to be able to to give a gift, I know. you know, um, to that child, even if you're a single parent, right? And just one income. And like we were talking about with the youth, with social media, everyone wants those fresh kicks, right? Everyone wants the Xbox. But what about if that parent can't really um, afford afford to to make those big purchases so i'll say that again and um you know uh i can't get tired of saying it please 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 if you do know of someone that you know might be struggling um go out and get it it's on amazon it's available it's your well-being blueprint feeling good and doing well at work um it's uh, around the perma method um and it's able to to give you different ty- different types of tools to navigate through those emotions. No, and I th- thank you for that because I think it's very important, especially reading because that's definitely what helped me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I've been doing it's my tough. mindset training for a few years now, and one of the things tools that I have was reading and reading all these books. Uh, they truly helped me understand life and people. Yeah, it's definitely a great tool. And you know, it's crazy because when I was younger, I never liked to read. I oh, never me liked to read. Yeah. But now, in hindsight, I'm like, dang, I wish I would have started reading when I was five years old. <laughs> like, the knowledge I would have now. Yeah. Wow. But I know everything happens for a reason. So. It's so true. And, you know, like on our on our first uh, podcast, I, I said I struggled in school. I finished at a continuation high school. Um, I was held back in the seventh grade, so I struggled a lot with my grammar. Um, Spanish was my first la- first language, um, so I would um, sometimes confuse the the two languages or or my grammar. I couldn't really read well, so for a long time, I I just refused to read, just like you. And I'll say this. This was the first book that I could not put down, and I actually finished within a week. That's how good it was. You know, like having different approaches on how to how to navigate through through um, through my emotions. That was the biggest thing. And not to and I don't get tired of saying this. It's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, and it really reassured me of that. And it taught me that although I'm going through all of this, but I'm gonna be okay. And that was the biggest thing. And that's why I'm able to be here now in front of you guys. <laughs> you know what? It gets better. It does. Right? It really, really does. Speaking of languages, so I learned a new language. So English, and, and I, I, I jacked this from somebody off TikTok. <laughs> no. English is not my first language no more. Yeah. It's energy. Oh, okay. Energy is I my like first that. language now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. English is my second. So I'm, I'm strictly okay. going off energy from this moment forward. Yeah, it's so true. Right? Energy is so important. Yeah, it's good because if, if you're connected yeah. or it gives you a chance to be present or pause, you know, and read the energy or have the energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. give it's the important energy. that we got to put out, put out that energy. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like how you say, be kind. Like you always got to be kind. You got to put out that energy all the time. Yeah, yeah, I see a lot. So that's what I'm like. You know how people talk to each other. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I just went to the mall before coming here. Oh my god, it's, it's a zoo over zoo. there, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I've I, been trying to stay away from. The I know, mall and I don't. I don't go. Believe me, because it triggers my anxiety. But I just had to get some gift cards for my nieces and nephews and drive. 
Oh, that way they're driving. And I'm just thinking, okay, it's Christmas and people yeah. are doing this, like you said, to yeah. each other. It's just, you know, just be kind. And I was an H&M um, getting a gift card there. And the manager was talking to the boy. And I almost turned around and said something because the way she was talking to him, you know, and I was just like, okay, Jackie, control yourself. Especially when they're kids, um, yeah. I'm really protective of, you know, right. teenagers. Yeah. But it's just communication skills. If we can imagine if everybody will learn a little bit more or energy or, you know, it's okay not to be okay right. or mindfulness. Imagine what kind of world we will have. But it's just everybody's concentrated on successful but for me, success is just having a peace of mind, you know. And you know, for it, me, I, I say it all the time, and I know I hear Kevin Hart say this all the time too. It, it takes so much more energy to be mad and angry, even to frown. Like they said, what it takes more of your bones, the mm-hmm. muscles, to frown than to smile. Yeah. You know, and, and I always tell people that I can't control people. So if I can't control you or it's anybody, why am I going to spend? time and energy trying to knowing of the outcome is not going to be in my favor. Like I can't control you. So I I can't. So if, if someone's having a bad day and typically, you know, when someone's having a bad day, it's typically not reflected of you. Right. We take things so personal and we not realizing that, you know what, we didn't do anything like they're going through something, but Mm -hmm. we take it so personal. Like, I think if we understand that, you know, there's, there'll be a lot of better outcomes. Or just a simple hello or smile. Do you know yeah, how yeah. far a smile goes? Yeah. You know, that's my kids always tell me, why do you talk to strangers? Yeah. Because you don't know <laughs> right. what is going on. And actually, uh, going back, Jackie, I, I will want I, I did want to uh, comment on the fact that I saw you at the Christmas parade. It actually gave me a jolt of joy, just so you know. Aww, when I saw you, you, I screamed out to you, yeah. Jackie! <laughs> was, you, was you in the break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she uh, was. I didn't, I didn't. Spreading oh, well. uh, mental health awareness. Yes. Oh, okay. We had that be kind, yes. you are enough. Um, I don't remember what other ones. Stay strong, something like that, um, in the parade. Yeah. yeah. This is our second time. Yeah, and Last you week. had the music, too. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, going back to that, when you're like, you know, I wasn't, excuse me, I wasn't feeling too good, and... Just so you know, you made so many people feel good. Because that day, um, I was kind of irritated because we did get there a little late. (laughs) (laughs) So we happened to see Mike, um, you know, when we just got there. And then Mm -hmm. it, like, reassured me, calm down. It's going to be okay. And I was like, oh, the parade's probably almost over. And we're, like, struggling to get to where we were. And then I, I had to, like, stop. And just, like, collect myself and be thankful, like, well, even though we didn't see the beginning, I was still able to see things that brought me joy. And above it, I saw you, and that really gave me a jolt of joy just to see you. So I I can only imagine how I felt. Imagine other people that probably needed to see that. So thank you for that. You know, like, that was actually really, really awesome. Leave it there. <laughs> a lot of people were yelling, yeah. like, a wonderful, or thank you for being there, yeah. you know, or clapping. So, yeah, it's all of us, you know, and just, like, a little reminder and, like, a smile. Yeah. Like, I went to the store early, so I always like to ask people, how, how is your day going? And you see they're like, oh, and the people want to talk, you know, we want to talk. It's just, it's 
you know, the busyness, right? Yeah. That, that keep going and don't stop and produce. You know, our professor actually gave us an example. When you are at the register and checking out, you should ask, oh, do you have anything that you're looking forward to this weekend? Or do you have any plans? You know, because when you do just say, oh, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. If they can be dismissive, oh, I'm fine. But if you're able to kind of engage with them, it does shift that. Right. You know, it shifts the tone. And there was another gal that was um, and that was part of our cohort that she thought to herself, do you know that feeling when you get flowers? You know, it feels good, right? So what she does is she actually gets flowers for the cashier. And she oh. has them scan it, and then she says, and this is for you. So there's other ways, right, that we can also help shift a day yeah. for people that we come across. A spread like, kindness. It's spreading <laughs> kindness, giving, you know, paying it forward, like Mike was saying, at Starbucks. Starbucks is the only place that I've ever encountered um, you know that someone um, does something. Um, we were at it. We were doing an event, and I was kind of rushing. And I thought to my, I, I still made sure that everything was done before I left to Starbucks. And someone happened to buy me coffee, and we just had a conversation. And and his grandson happened to, you know, like um, try out for the team, but didn't make it. And we were still able to just channel through that and think of the positivity. And he goes, "You know, I'm gonna get you." And I had never ever received that personally, and it felt so good. It really gave me a jolt of joy, and it kind of pulled me out of that funky stage that that stayed where I, I kind of didn't, I wasn't okay, but that get, made me all warm inside. So I say this, if you have the, the opportunity to, to make someone stay brighter, but just a smile or a hello, or even catching up on, you know, like a, to see how, what, if they have anything to look forward to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's funny because shout out to Starbucks because they do that. They they've been yeah, doing they that do. for years, and and I've actually got caught in one of those lines a, <laughs> a few times, like three or four times. Not caught, but because it was yeah. a great thing, and I paid it for it. But it's funny because the first time, the first time it happened to me, I knew like I didn't know the girl in front of me, but I like you know you can see her through a mirror or whatever. And so when I drove up. And they told me the girl in front of me, I thought she was flirting with me. And I was like, well, why did she drive off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the girl was like, oh, no, this, this is, is what, what they do. do. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, really? I was like, so I gave her back my credit card. And I was like, okay, we'll pay for the other one behind me. Like, and that's, yeah. how I, that's how I found out about it. I thought the girl was flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were actually going driving up to Modesto. Uh -huh. And that did happen to us. And I laughed because we were in the van and it was packed. And my kids kids aren't cheap so i was oh, like yeah. okay that person oh is very kind <laughs> wow <laughs> you know and then we're all like okay we'll do the person behind us and i look and it was just one person and i felt so guilty <laughs> three, three cars more three cars more yeah. pay for the next three <laughs> okay but i just thought that that was the funniest thing you know and i could only imagine like when they got our total mm. i would have been like you know what maybe just half not just oh. joking, but, <laughs> but you're gone you're like but I thought that that was the coolest thing, that that was actually the first mm. time it happened to us in the drive 
through where they kind of go back and go back and without a conversation without even knowing me without me having to do anything i thought that that was the coolest. so so yeah. so i mean what, what do you do is is because they already know once you get up to the window they already know what the other person behind you order right. and they have a total so you just say yeah. You can just like you can start it. Oh, all yeah. you gotta do that's is like just ask, I, yeah. say how much Give was their the bill, <laughs> and just say add it to mine, and that's right. how they, that's how it yeah. gets. So it's a trickle effect. Right. I'm actually gonna do that. We just went to Starbucks, but the next time I go to Starbucks, I'm gonna start one because yeah. that's it's just the holidays, and I haven't done it in a while. Thank you for that. Next time we it. make sure I, I know, so we go right Are by. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Me too. You see, <laughs> right? I'm gonna pick you up. That's a good one. Yeah. That's funny. I got yeah. a van, y'all, so I, you know, I can load it up. Who's coming? <laughs> <laughs> but see that just a little actions, yeah. no, you know, it, little actions that that can do compliments too. Yeah. You know, just little compliments. Like you said, smile. Just, yeah. But you know, but above all, just ask really how you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do too. Yeah. Yeah, we all need to do that. And if they say, okay, you know, follow through with, are you really okay? Yeah. Right? Yeah, just like that. Yeah. So yeah. so what? So how's your uh, grief counseling going? It's going good. Um, I'm going to have a Zoom tomorrow because mm-hmm. of the holidays. Oh, okay. So I'm going to do tomorrow is um, Spanish Zoom and then next week um, English um, Zoom. And then I will need to see where I'm going to host for January because the Chimboli is going to be closed for the first two weeks of January. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I might keep it for Zoom for until then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. it's, it's going good. The war is going, you know, it's going out. So Because I, I wanted people to know that, you know, because even, you know, no matter, you know, if, if you lost someone by suicide or, you know, other factors, you know, there is still a grieving process that we still have to check in on our people, right? Um, because you never know how they're doing, you know. Um, yeah. My my ex-wife, she just lost her mother a couple of months ago, and the other day I was helping her clean out her mom's house, and I asked her, you know, like, hey, how you doing? But it was a generic, like, hey, how you yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and she replied to me, mom, not good, because she hasn't had the time to grieve, right. because she's been busy, you know, cleaning out the house, trying to sell the house, you know. Um, so she's been so busy, and it's the holidays now, and it made me, pause because i was actually about to drive off but i stopped put the car in reverse and i was like okay now like how we was talking about where yeah. the, um arvin right. how he said you know when you ask that question you have to be prepared right. to yes. sit there now and you know really have this conversation and you know i did obviously that's my kid's mother you know we get along great so i did i, I stayed and, and we just had a great conversation and you know um, she was okay by the time i left but we have to think about the people that i've you know, that has lost people and they still going through a grief. I have a friend of mine who lost the, her child and her grandchild from a car accident about a year and a half ago. Oh. And she's still struggling. Like, of course. Bad. Like, she's still struggling bad. And so, it's recent, you know, yeah. like yeah. the first year you're kind of like in a fog and you're numb in a way and you're busy and people are there. But after, you know, people will start moving on and then you're stuck there. Right. So yeah. a year and a half, that's, oh my gosh, yeah. poor woman. So she um, and I and I gave her your information oh, too because okay. um, she lives out here and I told her to reach out to you um, and she said she will because um, she, she has she has a foundation too. Oh, she does. Yeah, she has a foundation too. Um, but um, what like is even, the foundation? Do you know? Oh, it's called uh, uh, Shivan Shivan Entertainment. Oh, okay. Shivan Entertainment. Oh, Entertainment. Yeah, uh, but she um, like even for like Christmas Eve, like I just we just saw her. Last night was last night, Sunday's Sunday night. 
we saw her Sunday night. And um, so on Christmas Eve, I'm going to go, because she's not going to do the holidays, like, you know, do yeah. anything. So on Christmas Eve, I'm supposed to be helping her um, to go to certain houses and just pass out gifts. Like, that's what she wants to do. Like, she don't want to celebrate. She just wants to. Yeah, right. that's wow. amazing. That's and awesome. And that's, that's going to give her joy. Yes, yeah, it and is, that's yeah. something I tell people when they come to the grief support. And, I mean, we're all different, but I always tell them, uh, volunteer. I mean, when you do something really, like, giving <laughs> or, you know, it makes it makes you feel much, much better in the moment, you know. And it, that's amazing what she's doing. No, it is. She's yeah. giving, you know. Yeah. Bless her heart. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and I always try to check in. Like I said, she's still like it's still hitting her hard because it was her, you know, only grandchild and you know daughter, and they was young. Her daughter, I think she was like nineteen or twenty. Gosh, yeah, it's it's, it's rough. Um, yeah, but she has, she has a lot of support with the community and loved ones too. Where she definitely has the support system. I hope so. she reach out. I would love to meet her. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's great. Uh, so what, what, uh, or before the show, you were telling me about you doing some other events. What are the events you're doing? Um, oh, yeah. Um, so I reached out to NAMI, um, National Alliance of Mental Illness, mm-hmm. it's NAMI. Um, and I, we're, we want to do something for men's mental health. And probably May, that's the month of World Mental Health, I mean, the Mental Health Awareness Month okay. in May. Um, so I'll give you more details about how that event will go and... Then we're going to do the candlelight for world um, suicide prevention, um, world suicide prevention on September 10th. So that's for people that lost someone by suicide or attempted by suicide, you know, um, so we can do that. And um, and then the walk, October, October 14th, we have an official date. October oh. 14th. Oh, that's right. Yes. Right before my birthday. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm the 16th. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, those are the, the events I have for now. And But I'm very passionate and I need to do it uh, for the men's mental health. Nice. That's, that's, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we, uh, so I'm about, we about to do a show where it's just going to be us guys. Yeah. Oh, um, that'd be awesome yeah. too. So that's in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's actually, it's going to be at the end of the month. And um, I brought that to, to Mike's awareness. And I said, you know, sometimes we, I think men need to be able to talk with men, you know, and be able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with each other, be able to connect on that level. And um, we had a conversation before when we first got here um, with, with boys growing up, right? They always have to compete. Who's first? Who's taller? Who's faster? You know, um, it, it goes on and on. But what about that boy that is okay with not being first, with not being the tallest, with not being the strongest? You know, they tend to break them down. And especially in our culture, um, we tend to teach our boys to numb their emotions not to be able to process right Mm -hmm. um don't cry because you're not a girl but when are they supposed to cry when are they supposed to not be okay and and navigate through that you know so i think that's why even like uh in the hispanic culture you see a lot of of depressed men and then they become un- angry, angry. then mm-hmm. be- become alcoholics mm-hmm. or domestic violence you know because they don't know how else right they have to be men they have to be angry they have to be firm so i think it w- it's going to be a great podcast to have 
you know, um, a it's few, gonna be interesting. Yeah. A few gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy, just I'm happy you guys are doing that. Having that conversation. Yes, and it's to have more light, you know, that showing that, you know, we're doing it. That doesn't make you any less man. Right. And just sharing your emotions, right. you know. Like the stigma behind masculinity, right? Yeah. Right. You know, like, what is masculinity? Like, who really has defined that? What makes a man less of a man right. just because they're not doing all of that? You right. know, sometimes they might want to read. Sometimes they might want to paint. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they would like to karaoke, you know? Yeah. Does that make them less of a man? I think that's more of a man because they're actually willing to step out and, and do all that and show, you know, that they're sensitive or they're poets and, you yeah. know, they're connected with their emotion like that to me is is everything. So I think it's going to be really, really interesting and, and neat, you know, to see what. what comes Are you going to be there? No, I'm not. That's who's going to be the narrator. <laughs> what is it? The narrator. That's actually the narrator. You're no, not going to be the narrator. No, I'm not going to be here. You know when Only you get a bunch of guys and we're going to start talking about sports. No, and, no uh, you have to start. You have. You're going to have an agenda. No, <laughs> you'll be. But see, that's the thing. I think it, it needs to be more than just that. You know, like right, you no. said, yeah. how is your friend supposed to come to you and tell you like? damn, man, I just got in a fight with my girl and I really fucked up. You know what? I, th- you know? I think I think I'm going to have um, Angelo come on that show too. Mm. Angela, Angelo would be a great guy right. who would actually get that conversation like that. Right. And those are the conversations men need to, to yeah. have. Yeah. You know, need to have because how are they supposed to tell their friend, I'm, I'm sad right now. Yeah, I, I want to cry feel weak or I'm not doing right. this right, you know, right. like you were saying about competition, like right. they have this image, like they have to have it all together, but nobody has it all together. Right. We're, we're all struggling, all yeah. of us. Or women put a lot of pressure on men too. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you, know, you know, I know we talk a lot about women in this country and Me Too, which I know is a great, you know, um, how do you call that? Um, movement. Movement. But there's also so many women that might lie and then the poor man, you know, and I always try to be more on the men's side because yeah. I see how you said right. some some girls and, you know, yeah, they, they oh, can yeah. be mean. They can break a man yeah. very easily. Big time. You Big know? time. They really can, mm-hmm. especially when they see their weakness. They use it against yes. them, and that's the saddest thing. Like, see, like, the principal, I mean, I read is, the story, yeah, yeah. and I felt angry for her, like, you know, because she did that. But, yeah. like, just, like, like Mike said, um, it was a, honest, a mistake that it was went, a, it was it went heat, beyond. It was a heat in the moment. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. When, when you're in the heat of the moment, you, you, we all say things that we really don't mean, you know, um, but we got to be conscious of that because you never know what's going to happen. You know, I, I know when I was younger, I used to say all kinds of shit. Yeah. But now, oh, yeah. now, now when I almost get in, I don't even say I argue with people no more. Like no. now I kind of like catch myself and be like, you know, because I have to be mindful of the, of the consequences that come with that. Yeah. And that's serious now. Yes. So I, I do very, I am mindful now. Like I have, I love having healthy conversations. I mean, me and Nikki, we have conversations almost every night, like healthy conversations. Right. And they're, they're great. And, you know, so I, you know, and I want to thank you, babe, cause you, Nikki's my girlfriend, you guys. Hey. Just, <laughs> no, just like, she's being shy right now. Yeah. But no, just yesterday, or I forgot it was Sunday. She even like told me like, if you ever feel, cause we was talking about suicide. She was like, if you ever feel that way, 
like talk to me, tell me. Like she sat there and like looked me in my eyes and was like, no, for real. Yeah. Like that's important. And so I, I'm grateful for that. Thank you for that because yeah. we do need that. Aww. Yes. <laughs> you know? Support, yes. Oh, we need that support. You need to like, when I see my boy, my, my boyfriend, I'm saying my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the moment here with you guys. <laughs> you see, but it's <laughs> contagious. <laughs> I know. Um, with my husband, because, you know, uh, he he has his moments too, mm-hmm. and I you know I I kind of like try to get him like let's go for a walk or you know let's do this or sometimes okay just go sit down be by yourself but always I tell I tell him the same thing you know please if you need to you know tell me something I'm okay just tell me but right. please communicate right yeah and and I see it and, and his work is really stressful. You know, and um, it's just society, everything. So when I ask him what what is wrong, and he's like, I can. There's nothing specifically. I just feel depressed. So, and, and you know what? And, and I get that. You know, because I am a guy, obviously. And you know, sometimes you know we have people that say talk to me, whatever. But in the back of our minds, like, like I know certain people of my friends, right? Like they say that, right? But I know if I say something to them, like, I already know their reaction, right? So it's like, I don't want to go to that, right? So that's why I'm grateful for, like, Nikki. Like, she made it easy. Like, you know, regardless of what I say, I know if I say it, it's going to be taken with love. And I'm in a safe space. I'm going to yeah. say that. Yes, there you, you know go. what I'm saying? Safe like, space. I'm in a safe space yes. with her. Like, she's not going to react. She's not going to go crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I feel safe with her telling her something because I know she's going to have that conversation with me. You know, regardless if, you know, she might not she might disagree with what, you know, I might tell her, but at least I know I feel safe enough to know that it's going to be a healthy conversation. Most people don't have that. So like when you, when you're dealing with people, again, be kind. Like if someone wants to tell you something, like don't, don't just go judge, judging them. Like don't react so quickly, understand them, understand why they're saying it or doing whatever they're doing. We have to have compassion and empathy for that. Because you're building your psychological safety. Right. You know, like, and, and also there, those are healthy boundaries, you know, like where she's given you that to be able to come and, and share, share those things. And sometimes it's, it's not, it's not the easiest thing, right. To come and especially when you're dating, you know, and this is a good, good opportunity. Cause usually when you're first getting to know each other, that's the honeymoon stage, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. trying to, to be happy right, and good. get those points <laughs> and everything is fine. And, but to be vulnerable like that, that's true connection, wow. yeah. you know, like, but what you're doing is building your psychological safety because then you could come to each other like, I'm not okay right now. Mm. And at least she's, she has that empathy and be like, hey, you know, like, let's talk about it. And a lot of times we're so busy. We're so caught up in our own head. We don't know how to disconnect. And, right. you know, there was a manager that, that did tell me that once when I, went to work and I wasn't okay she says you know we all have that little pile of shit right you have to leave it at the door and on your way out pick it up but know that when you come in here you can leave it at the door and know that you're safe and that always stuck with me so I always try to shift my Mm -hmm. my mindset although I have my own bag you know excuse my potty mouth today but we all have our own you know bag of shit but at least when I do walk into to the studio, I do leave it at the door. And it just makes me feel so light. That's the word. You know, like I, I kept saying, when I put these headphones and I'm in front of this mic, 
that's what it is actually i feel light because i left everything out and i'm able to disconnect but what i was doing is building my my this is my safety net mm-hmm. you know and i think that that's that's healthy for for relationships to 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 build on that but it's not something that we're really taught, right? right. right. We got to look cute. We yeah. have to have the perfect. outfit. Pretend your per- right. perfect. Right. Yeah. Where am I going to take them to eat? And knowing yeah. that your income is not where it where it, it, it needs or it should be, right? But you're building on that and being able to say like, well, let's just try something. Let me cook for you or other things. And but I'm working on my career or going to school or. But when you're dating, sometimes women could be hard, hard mm-hmm. on men. Like, well, you they should have expect, it together expect and expect a lot because I mm-hmm. think that's what they. I don't know if, if society teaches them, but I don't. You know how the man's supposed to take mm-hmm. care of you, or his income supposed to be bigger than yours, mm-hmm. or he has to be the main provider. I don't know what it is, but right. I, I see a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Even with social media, right? Yeah. No, it, it is. Um, and and I, I think, you know, with society, they, they've always taught us that, like the man has to be the, the right. provider. And, and that comes with a lot of stress. Like, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things Nikki and I was talking about the other night. Yeah. You know, what my situation is like, I've been in a high situation before and I've been down, I've been high, but it's like the older we get, like I was telling her, the reason why last year I got so depressed is because I'm 51 now. Right. And for me, like I was on a low and it was like, I was just like mentally tired. Like I didn't want to fight no more. Cause right. Every day is a fight and a struggle. Right. So mm-hmm. I've been doing it for like 51 years. Right. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I just got mentally tired. I just didn't want to fight no more. Like it's, it's hard. Like you had to yeah. get up and grind every day. And I know. And, you know, for a man, like, that's what we're taught. Like, we have to, like, right? And and mentally, that just messes with, fucks with you. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, it Sorry, does. but it does. No, it does. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. It really does. Yeah. For a man, that shit fucks with you. And, you know, and, and you get tired. Yeah. And you just, like, want to just throw your hands up. Like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. It's so true. That's what's important. Like, women, it's all right. Pop your man's shoes off and rub those feet. You know, have that exactly have them lay back and scratch (laughs) their back. That's my husband's thing. You know, like it's it's okay, you know, to do these things. It's not going to make you less of a woman. Oh, because of your nails. No, the man's paying for those nails. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's okay to make them feel like like they're appreciated. You know, like that's that's the biggest thing. It's appreciation and being kind to them, giving them compliments. It's it's tough to I will say I think it's tough to be a man because I see it. Like you said, is and so I always compliment him, give him, you know, kind of like uh, you can do this kind of like motivation. And, you know, and no, we don't have to eat out every night. So, you know, okay, no, you know, so if you want, I, I always put his needs First, but I don't forget about mine, but yeah. I just try to be more kind and nice because it's a lot, you know, being a man in this country, yeah. you know, in this society, I think it's a lot. Yeah. yeah so. You know, and it's about, it's about teamwork. It's, it's, yeah. it's not about someone else's needs in front of the other person. You know, I was like, when, when I first met Nikki, you know, that's one of the first conversations we had. I know I'm putting you on the spot because you're right here. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but um, that's one of the first conversations she wanted to have because she was like, you know, this is teamwork. Like, mm-hmm. when you don't have it, I got it. Like, I got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I love, when she said that, I was like, I fell in love with her. Like, I was like, wow. 
Like I love that. It, and it's it is all about teamwork. It's no one's a, above the other right. person. It's like we're walking on this journey side by side together. Yeah. Like you're not in front of me and I'm not in front of her. Right. You know, and that's how it should be. It's a friendship. You yeah. know, I always mm-hmm. say once the kid if the kids are all you have in common, what happens when they leave? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're not able to have that camaraderie or that friendship or, you know, I even say this, you can write a little note and put it in their lunch pal. You know, like what if they're having a, a tough day and they come across that and just giving them a little bit of gratitude that goes a long way. Right. You know, even when Brian was kind of having a little bit of, of a challenging time, what I did is I found a bunch of old pictures and I put them on his door. You know, so every morning when he would um, open the closet door, now he sees all of that. You know, like, and that's another another form of, of jolts of joy to to remind men, that's you dope. know, like, I like of that. that. Yeah. So I, I actually did that for all of us. I did that for his room. I did that or for his closet, my closet. And my son's uh, mirror, I put a bunch of pictures of just, like, things that he's done Aww. or childhood. And, and my daughter, she used to be a, um, in dance and, and things like that. Or pictures of her and her brother, you know, like, so they can, you know, like, just savor that moment. That's the word. Yeah. Savoring the moment, being present. All And sometimes uh, Jimmy touched on that when we were having the, the conversation mm. with the veterans. Right. It's okay to revisit the past. It's not okay to live in it. Right. You know, so those are little, even like nudges. You like to remind, like I, you know, my husband, he's, he's a, the artist, <laughs> you know, he used to love tagging. And when he talks about it, he, it gives him so much joy. Like even the kids tease him when there's a piece of paper, all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's things. Wow. But you know, that's a part of his, his joy. And that's what helped him channel through, through a lot of things in life. So that's why when we were painting, you know, like it really put him back into that, you know, that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but reminding our men of these things, even when you were dating or maybe if they were super fit and now they're kind of out of shape, reminding them of, of good times, you know, and that's going to motivate them to, to get out there, even for ourselves. Right. I put a picture of me, what I used to look like, like, okay, girl. And, and, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's hard. It's hard. As much as, yeah. you know, us men want to be appreciated and all that it's hard to and i know you get on me about this all the time to accept those those little things right gratitude gratitude right and and i'm learning like i'm learning um nikki does a lot for me and (laughs) it's hard for me to let her pay for things and to do things that's another one yes we take turns yes yeah but it's hard it's hard um but no it's okay no i know it's okay i'm I'm learning i'm learning yeah Oh, that's awesome. You know, because, yeah, like, I do that sometimes. And even the cashiers are the way they look at me. And and I'm like, oh, it's my turn. I mean, (laughs) you know. No, that's It's it's okay, yeah. And even he tells me, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, it's on me. You know, just little things. No, that's the first thing that, you know, it's funny. That's the first thing she said when we, we went out to dinner the first time she did it. She was like, no, it's my turn. You paid last night. And I was like, well. (laughs) <laughs> like oh we're taking turns now yeah i never heard of that <laughs> like, okay. like let me get dessert <laughs> <laughs> all right give me that bottle of wine extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> but 
even, but that's what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. It takes yeah. a little bit of, of weight. Even when I was doing the balloons and I would get paid, I, I joke with Brian. I was like, yo, sugar mama got you, baby. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he can, you know, like it probably gives him a little bit of joy. Yeah. You know, because it, 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 it feels good. That gratitude. That no, it does. It does. Yeah. I do. So. I, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy right now. Mm. I haven't so, been as happy, so happy in a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I saw that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's why I commented the other day. I was like, you guys look really good. You guys really, really, even when we went out to the light show, yeah. you know, you guys had a really cute picture. <laughs> she but, makes me look good. But being playful pictures. is key. <laughs> Still being able to be playful, you know, even when Brian's getting ready, he looks, he loves to look at himself and I'll come by and pat him on the butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's right, daddy, you know, like, <laughs> but why not? Yeah. You know, right, if, yeah. If, if you're not going to toot their horn, well, hell, who is? Right, right. So I, I do, you know, I do fuel him up a lot. <laughs> You know, exactly, right? I got to ignite it. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your hands? Because, yeah, fire. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's funny. you know, it's. All right, so what else you got for it, Jackie? You, you want to talk about anything, um, like anything else you're doing? or? Um, no, just, you yeah. know, when, when something tragic happens on the celebrity world and everybody's concerned and talks, I mean, maybe we should just. Keep talking about this all year long, you know. Absolutely. And us checking with each other all year long, um, being kind all year long, not just the holidays, you know. If we can just do everything, imagine what kind of world our kids will have. And right. I mean, my heart breaks for the kids because with this world right now, it's, it's really scary. But we can turn it around, hopefully. We can be kind, you know. We will. And just keep keep having the conversation. I love the idea that you guys are gonna do the mail, the old man. Yeah, that's that's very needed. I I mean, thank Isn't you for that. Fun? Thank you. Yeah. No, not only that, but you know, we're also uh, working. Uh, we're gonna be working with uh, Brenda over Pretty Little Poppy mm-hmm. with the kids. Oh, cool. Because that's okay. important. Cause we had a couple of her, like eight of her kids or seven of her kids. Yeah couple of weeks ago on the show just talking about their business but we also want to talk about their mental health because kids that age getting into business at a young age they're going to need it oh yeah like it's really stressful like they're having fun right now but as they scale they're going to need it and And so we got to have those conversations yeah and hopefully they learn about boundaries and Mm -hmm. pause because like we didn't grow up like that so we learned we we were um programmed to be busy and um hustler right like just always going going and when we don't do something sometimes i feel guilty like oh my gosh i should be doing something you know Mm -hmm. because it's all those years that we grew up hearing that you know that you have to keep working and if you're not working then you're lazy you know but it's okay to have a day off i had that moment yesterday oh you did like i i because i because we was out late sunday and I didn't get in because I, I was extremely busy this weekend. And normally I have one day on the weekend to like really just relax. But this weekend I was extremely busy and we was out late Sunday. But then Monday and typically I can like be out till three in the morning and still get up at five thirty. Monday morning. I did not get up. My body was just like, nope, not mm-hmm. doing it. And I didn't get like out of bed till like nine or ten. And my whole in my mind, my whole day was shot. I was irritated. Like I told her, I said, babe, I'm in a bad mood. 
I got to irritate because I feel like I didn't get nothing accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't like that feeling. Like, I I like every day to be productive somehow. And, you know, and plus I hate Mondays anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so We've had all, a Monday experience. It, it, it was all bad. It was just all bad yesterday. But, no. I mean, she helped me through it. I mean, we ended up having a great night, a great evening. I watched some Monday night football and had a great dinner. And it was good. You see, see, you were able to pivot. It was no, like a self-care yeah. day for it you. Was. No, you it know? was. Like we, she came day, over yeah. and we just sat on the couch, watched football, had dinner, and it was great. Yeah. yeah. But that's where I think we had that conversation about how important sleep really is. and how. Oh, we're not about to talk <laughs> yeah. about oh, this. Oh, but let me tell you. <laughs> or listening <laughs> you know, to like, your body, too. Right. No, and not only that, but setting up, a, you know, like schedules, like a sleeping pattern. And another important thing is disconnecting from your phone before you sleep. You know, at least half an hour before you sleep, you should put your phone down, get a book, or even meditate, or be connected with yourself. You know, and then proceed to to go to sleep, but have that structure. And, um, you know, another example is losing 90 minutes of sleep is equivalent to having a sick or drinking a six pack of beer. And that's why we tend to feel very groggy when we lose a certain amount of sleep or if you're playing catch up, eventually your body will shut down, you know, like and with with not having a good rest or good sleep or good balance comes a depression, the anxiety, you know, like, um, sleep insomnia when you're off, you know, and that's why I was, you know, really stressing the fact that we don't have a good sleeping pattern or habits where we disconnect. That's why we will dream or we'll think or we'll get up in the, Oh, I didn't do this. Did I do that? Oh my God. Tomorrow. Let tomorrow be right. You know, I always say live in the now and then we'll worry about tomorrow. The beauty of tomorrow is it hasn't happened yet. There's nothing we can possibly do. You know, I actually like that, um, half hour thing because that actually works. And I'm about to put our business out there because that works. Um, cause Nikki likes to turn off the TV mm-hmm. and she said, let's just, sit here or lay here and just talk mm-hmm. like with no distraction and honestly ever since she got me doing that with her like i've been sleeping a lot better you see my friend like really, that that really does work exactly and mm-hmm. and you have to be disciplined with that you know like and put your your health first and then you'll see how everything else mm-hmm. just falls into play you know and it's again part of the perma method health health is really you know, like important in our well-being, even sitting down is a new smoking, you know, like you should be, even if you're going to, you know, if you're reading an article or a book, you can still be moving. You can be walking around, you know, you don't necessarily have to be sitting and it gives you that, that energy, that nug, you know, like, um, or that balance that we, or that energy that we were maybe lacking in, or even mm-hmm. if we were, might've been languishing that kind of like, Oh wow. You know, I kind of feel a little bit more energetic, you know, that's why it's good to go out for walks, go out mm-hmm. for runs. It all really comes together. Mm-hmm. you know absolutely like, yeah well we are running out of time yeah guys. so i actually wanted to end it with a little a, these little fun cards that i got it, they're, they're called crush your goals guys crush your goals. so we will end it with this um the only way to get a to get a thing done is to start to do it then keep on doing it and finally you'll finish it so I, you know, I challenge everyone to to kind of get started on that. You know, like it's part of, of a tiny habit, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to lose weight, well, maybe first start by putting the shoes next to the door. Second step is getting out the door. 
you know, third step will finally be starting that walk. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you'll probably be losing the weight without even working as hard. So tiny habits, you know, go a long way. Just get out there and, no, I, and I like start that. It. Yeah, no, I like right? that. Um, I always tell people, because I'm a big advocate for this, like when you, if you have an idea or, or something that's in your mind, just do it. Like, yeah, don't right. don't think about the little details. Yeah. Like, at least, like, even like, for example, for the podcast, right, I tell people or, or music, like, go out and create it. Now you have something tangible in your hand. Now you know where you're at. Like, you can be way back here or way up here, but you don't know unless you start. Right. Yep. You don't know where you are unless you start. So just do it because once you do it, then you have it, and now you know where you are to move forward. You know what I mean? So, but a lot of people, they put so much details and things. Well, I'm not ready because the lighting's not right or the paint's not right. It's whatever yeah. it is, it's like, no, just do it. Like, yeah. do it because you don't know where you are. Right. So, I, I love that. Like, you have to start somewhere there and to is. know where you are. Yeah. And you're already starting by getting up, right? right. Exactly. That's the first start. You're up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, let's get to it. Well, thank you again, Jacqueline, Yay! for always joining yes. us. Truly appreciate thank it. You. Um, you guys reach out to Jacqueline on her Instagram at You Are Enough Foundation. Um, any last words you want to? Uh, just be kind. Exactly. <laughs> be no, kind. Hey, um, powerful words. Uh, also, don't forget about being kind to yourself, boundaries, self-care, you know, yeah. drink your water, rest. Yes, water is yes. very important. Mm-hmm. My, yes, yes, yes. Any last words for you? No, no. Um, I think, you know, again, be kind, uh, kind to each other. And it's okay to not be okay mm-hmm. above everything. You know, holidays can can be a little bit um, challenging for us, but it's it, it doesn't have to be impossible, right? Right. You know, even putting on your favorite song, even by even if you're by yourself, it's okay to cry, mm-hmm. you know? But then let's let's uh, we, let's shift it with a little jolt of joy. Even if we're crying at the top of our lungs, but singing that song, yes, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll give you that little nug that you need. So, right. everyone, be well. So I want to end it with this: Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, Latin, rich, poor, Christian, Buddhist, Jewish, gay, transgender. Just live your life to your full potential, you guys. Enjoy your journey. It's your life. You only get one. Be blessed and be kind. Hey. And be well. Yes, be well. All right, we out of here, you guys. All right.